All right, so the national championship game is set in college yeah. football. Yeah. We've got Georgia, and we've got uh, TCU. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Big Ten was wiped out. Uh, both <laughs> they got two in. <laughs> they got two in and two losses. Right. Uh, but I will say these were, if not the best games I've ever seen, the most exciting. Oh, for sure, yeah. Both of them just unbelievably exciting. And Ohio State, you know, just about won that game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that mm-hmm. kick had been right. Mm-hmm. I take it the ball was not placed correctly. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw the um, kicker uh, leaning over to the guy who holds, holds the ball. Okay. Comforting him. So either he held it wrong okay. or it was a bad snap or something. It didn't yeah. seem to be a fault of the kicker. What do you know? There was something with it. I mean, I I, I thought that because it was a 50-yarder, mm-hmm. he may have put a little more leg than he needed to. Um, I didn't I, I didn't notice what you just mentioned, yeah. but I did see those two talking to each other. Yeah. I felt maybe it was just something between the two of them. Don't know. But, but, but maybe, you know. Don't know. The thing that I love about it was that after the game, um, Coach Day and – C.J. State, Stroud, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. said, um, you know, it's a team thing. I mean, um, C.J. didn't mention the kicker, didn't miss the, mention the missed kick, said there were several plays. Yeah, yeah. What C.J. Stroud said was on that run to get them in position for the kick, uh-huh. I wish I could have got a few more yards. I could have yeah. got closer. Yeah. Yeah. I could have got close, closer. Yeah. And there's just something about that brotherhood being there for you. No, it's very impressive. No. That was very impressive about his leadership. My audience knows I'm not a Big Ten fan, but I got to say that was a magnificent effort sure. uh, on their part. And Stroud was just killing him. I yeah. mean, the passing yeah, sure. game, I and mean, he was just taking, you know, taking that great defense to task. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was quite something to watch. I'd never seen anybody, you know, beat up on that Georgia defense right. like that before. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they were I mean, on their heels. Huh? They were on their heels the entire game. Yeah, the Georgia defense. Yeah, on their heels. Yeah, and then and then in the Michigan game, I have to say I thought Michigan was robbed on that call at the in the end zone. The, the catch, guy caught, yeah, the guy's kind of bobbling. Yeah, so they get stand, yeah. And they he bobbled it. They would say, and so it was at the half yard line, and then they fumbled. <laughs> right, <laughs> and uh, TCU yeah. recovered, but TCU played them head to head. I mean. Mm-hmm. That, Mm-hmm. But Max Duggan is an amazing, amazing quarterback. quarterback. And, and again, you know, you look at some of the kids from Caleb Williams to C.J. Stroud to Bryce Young, uh, and you, you know, they've got all the, you know, um, all the all the shine, you know, all the attention. And here's Matt, he just gets it done. I know. He wins. I know. He's a winner. And, and and you think of the draft. I mean, there were people even saying, you know, yeah, Duggan's, you know, really increases uh, draft chances, possibly a third round pick. I'm like. What? Third, like, yeah, no, I know. What are you know. talking about? You know? I know, I know. Um but he, he 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 wins football games and he did this year. I mean, even even in the loss to Kansas State, uh the only reason he even went to overtime was because he put the he put the team on his back. Yeah, yeah you know? no, he did. I will he say did. this though, I I I felt like the Georgia Ohio State game could have been the national championship game. Yeah. That if you would have paired either Georgia or Ohio State against Michigan or TCU Ohio State or Georgia, no matter how those games were paired, they would have both won and played each other. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know anymore. Discounting Duggins and TCU, they went. I they didn't win think they, they TCU win. was going to beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. You know, I sort of wanted them to. Sure, yeah, but I didn't think they would. But now, you know, it's the the championship is now you know set. It's Georgia versus right. TCU. Right. Thirteen and a half points. Yeah. 
Am I, I can't. I'm not sure that's. A, I'm not sure that's not a good bet. Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling for TCU. And you go and you go with a teaser or something. Mm-hmm. Teaser bet. <laughs> so you say you know under 45 or over 52 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably the over. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, and and then and then it's you add seven points. So TCU plus twenty point twenty and a half points. Mm-hmm. Pretty good bet, I think. Wouldn't be bad to put five bucks on that. Five dollars yeah, yeah. fifty cents, as <laughs> right. I tell my wife. Fifty cents. Anyway, yeah, very, very, very exciting. Probably the best two uh yeah. well, definitely the best the, the best semifinal weekend since they had the playoff. Yeah. But I can't remember a year where they were two great bowl games like that. No, no, they were it, they goodness. were they were just tremendous yeah. edge of your yeah. seat games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Tulane beat uh, USC? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that last play, I mean, they got a safety. Yeah, yeah. And then they and then they scored. Amazing. So we were out. We were out. Green wave. We were out shopping, and. Ten-year-old Manny demanded that we watch at least the second half of good. this That's game good. That's good. at a restaurant. So we went to went to a place, BJ's, you know, regular kind of sports bar, brewery, or whatever. Uh, and so Sierra's there stuck, and she's tired of college football at this point. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> but I know, I know, you know, I know anything that. for yeah. the sun. And so, she, so we're yeah. doing this, and you know, we're watching this, and he's he when Tulane scores that touchdown late, he gets up. He's in he's in the little aisle between the tables. Oh my goodness! I can't believe that they scored. You know, and he's great. just screaming and screaming and screaming, and uh, it was amazing to watch. It reminded me of the Boise State, yeah, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It was it was great to watch. Yeah, the green. Anyone who says that these games, like the, the ones that aren't considered playoffs, are useless, you don't understand the game. No, you don't no, understand you don't, boys. No, you don't right. understand football. You don't understand the pride that these kids take. You don't understand why I'm saying. Isn't that enough? Haven't you watched enough? Well, and that's the thing. Like after, so <laughs> before the national championship games, she, uh, she, uh, the, the playoffs. I see her said, you know, if I don't watch another college football game the rest of my life, it's okay. It's okay. And then, but then here she is, you know, two or three days later, watch both semifinal games because her husband and son wants to watch. And then she watches. Want to be with your husband and son? Yeah. That's that's yeah. their problem. Right. <laughs> that's their problem. Now again, we they want to be with their yeah, guys. Yeah. Now we didn't make her. You ain't gonna do whatever you want to do. You do whatever you want, honey. We you can, are going to we're watch. Going the to game. watch. <laughs> want to be with the guys? Yeah. You know. She wants to be with the guys. So yeah. if you have, uh, if you had an experience like that out there, folks, <laughs> send us a note. Right. Where do they send it? But where do they send it? Bill Bennett uh, podcast at gmail dot com. Bill Bennett podcast at gmail dot com. You want to hear a funny holiday story? I, I give me a funny holiday story. <laughs> okay, so so uh, Christmas Eve there were a ton of football games on. Yeah, um, my Dallas Cowboys uh, were playing the Philadelphia Eagles, four thirty yeah. start. Yeah, uh, the Commanders were playing San Francisco. I yeah. do not like the Commanders. I like to watch them lose. So this yeah. is a very important yeah. four yeah. o'clock kickoff for me. So it's Christmas Eve. My mother in law is coming over. Uh-huh. Uh My sister in law is coming over. Uh-huh. My nephew Mason's coming over. Obviously, my wife is there. And so, but the game is at 4.30. I understand Christmas Eve, Christmas cookies, movies. This is what you guys want to do, but the game is on, okay? So I'm, I'm upstairs in our bedroom. Uh, I'm being proactive to be helpful with other things so that I'm not bothered during yeah, the game. Yeah, putting some money in the bank, so to yes, speak. Yeah, money in the bank. Cleaning uh, up, being a good guy, being a good husband. I'm doing laundry, Dr. A housekeeper, doing I'm laundry. Doing la- I'm going to do laundry. I'm going to, you know. Yeah, but I'm done, I'm done at 4.30. Right, yeah. exactly. Or at least I'll fold the clothes in the bedroom while, while, while I'm watching watch the game on, right. the, on the big screen. And yeah. so the game's on. 
Uh, and <laughs> we're, we're just a little bit through the first quarter. And my wife, Sierra, comes upstairs and say, hey, we're all in the family room uh-huh. about to watch Woman King. Woman King. Yes. And so the same look that's on your face right now, I Is think, that, was on mine. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just thinking, what does this have to do with, with me? And then so I, I don't respond at all. I'm just kind of trying to figure out, well, why is she telling me that they're about to watch this? Because, well, you know, we usually watch movies together. Yeah. Eve, and, you know, I'm going to want to put Christmas cookies in the oven, you know, once we start the movie. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, what what in your mind yeah. or in your brain makes you think that? Did you tell her ahead of time while you were being oh, such a good boy? Goodness. No, I'm going to watch it for 30. Oh, goodness, yeah. yes. I mean, I'm talking about the game. Uh, our 10-year-old son, Manny, he's talking about the game. Yeah. Now, was he in the bedroom with you watching? Yes. Yeah, okay. He has on his Cowboys T-shirt, and yeah. I have on my De- Dak Prescott jersey. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We both have yeah. Cowboy hats on All because right. the game all is right. coming on, and we had it on all, all right, morning. All right, so how'd this resolve? Uh, <laughs> you slammed the door. No, I didn't do that. I think she realized when I looked at her, like, why? What? What do what? you mean? What? Yeah. So I just said, well, you guys go ahead and watch the movie, but the the game is on. I said, well, you don't want to participate in the Christmas Eve movie and cookies. It's Family like, time. Yes. Movie. The, no, well, I, well, the, the person who's not participating in family time, my dear, is you because your husband and your son were watching the game on Christmas Eve. Yeah, you're the one not participating in Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. But so they watched their movie. They had and cookies, you watched the game, and we watched the game. You came down. I just didn't understand. All was good. The mindset of yes, we've been talking about this all morning. We've got our stuff on. The game is on as you're speaking. You're watching us yeah. watch the game. <laughs> I didn't understand the mindset, sir. I didn't get it. Well, we watched everything here. Good. And uh, we told Mrs. Bennett ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you about our five days of Christmas or yes. six days of Christmas. Yes. So we had Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, Christmas. Opened the presents, little grandson, William, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The 26th, my daughter-in-law goes into labor at 2.30. Mm-hmm. Drives to the hospital, delivers the baby at 3.30. Wow, that's quick. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> that's very quick. Uh, and this little girl, so mm-hmm. we now have, I have granddaughters, well, a grandson. That's the 26th. That's Monday. Okay. So uh, one divine birth on the 25th. Divine birth on the 25th. And also a, another uh, birth on the 26th. <laughs> All right, move ahead to the uh, 29th, okay. which is my grandson's birthday. Correct. So. We have a uh, granddaughter's birthday is the 26th, mm-hmm. the grandson's birthday is the 29th. Mm-hmm. We go to the 31st, uh, which is uh, my son's anniversary. Wedding son anniversary. And you were, you were at the wedding. Oh, what, what a party, by the way. And it was a great, great what wedding. Exactly. So uh, anyway, from Christmas to New Year's, we were packed in with activity, <laughs> lots of food, mm-hmm. and we had daughter-in-law's um Parents, oh nice! Our in-laws came over, nice. And he doesn't watch the game, but I was told give him something to do. He likes to do something. Okay. So he shucks oysters. No. So they came from Baltimore. He had two sacks of oysters. No. He was really? in in our kitchen shucking oysters. Amazing. And on 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 timeouts, you know, commercials. Sure. My son and I would go out because we weren't allowed to bring the oysters into the Yeah, yeah. Know. Go out, eat some, and come back in. Because they drip and stuff. Yeah. So we'd take them, sit outside, you know, slurp down the oysters. Yeah. 
King Caesars, they were called. Huge oysters mm-hmm. plus blue points. Yeah, yeah. The blue points are pretty salty, right? Or- yeah, and then went back to... Uh, I went back to watching uh, the game. That sounds like a dream. New Year's Eve. You have know. the in-laws who, the in-law, he yeah. doesn't watch the game, but will shuck oysters we'll shuck for four oysters. hours while you watch the game. Yeah, yeah, an apron on, a knife. <laughs> and he'd say, well, I got three more, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd go out and fight over the oysters. It was <laughs> it was great. That sounds like a winner. So anyway, why am I talking more about oysters than my granddaughter? I don't know, but that's just, I don't get, I don't well, know her yet. No, of course, yes. Yeah. She hasn't been here long. She came early. She <laughs> came early. Yeah. Well, you know, so did Manny. Manny came three weeks early. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, uh, my son, our son John, came early. He was six pounds, two ounces. Mm-hmm. He dropped to five pounds, eight ounces. I have a picture of me holding him in the palm of my hand. <laughs> the same is, way you would do an oyster. Which I think is a him, you know. <laughs> He'll hold you in the palm of his hand. That's right. That's right. And now he's, you know, six mm-hmm. foot three and pretty, pretty impressive. Well, John's always ready to start the party, and seemingly, I guess yeah, the no, and, and we did, yeah, and we did. They're always we did. ready to go, and we did. So uh, that was that, but uh, but just a ton of activity. But was so glad because uh, Jerry, you know, the um, my daughter-in-law's father, my in-law, was very happy. Mm-hmm. It's something to do, and we were full of <laughs> praise for him. <laughs> and um, I said, you know, I've just known you for two, three years here since they got married. And, been friendly, I said, but but you had me at Blue Point and King Caesar. <laughs> King Caesar, these oysters are oh like my goodness, a foot long. Yeah. They're amazing. Any idea where they're from? Or uh, they're from Massachusetts. Okay, yeah, they're good. They're good. Then they were good. And I, he kept them cold. He brought you know his two sacks and ice mm-hmm. and his knife, and he knows how to do it. I mean, I just, I mean, it just they're there on the plate. Well, everybody's got their thing. It's coming in, you know. We had some oysters, uh, yeah. horseradish, you know, and lemon. That's important. So that, you know, on, you know, speaking of you and oysters, on and on it went. Do you I mean, know, it was it was a six day, you know, yeah. thing. Do, do you know that the first time I ever had oysters on a half shell raw was with you? Was it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I may have been the palm or prime rib. I can't remember. Yeah, what yeah, it was, yeah but, sure. And then because I loved it so much, I introduced Sierra to it. She loved it. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it must have been. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Maybe New Year's Eve. Uh, New Year's Eve uh, afternoon, we're watching uh, TCU Michigan at a you know seafood raw bar in Fulton, Maryland, Hudson Coastal. My mother-in-law was with us, and she asked us, "That's it? Like, why do you guys eat those raw oysters?" And I told her the story of Doctor Bennett. Yes, no, yep. And then Sierra said this, well, because after his experience with you know Mister Bennett, he says you got to try these. Mister Bennett, not Doctor Bennett. Uh, she says, "Mister Bennett." Yeah, I'll I say I accept. Okay. I'll take it. And so it's I don't care a bit, as you know. <laughs> right. And so it comes full circle. Yeah. You know? That's good. Yeah. And so you were talked about at that table there as we watched Michigan and TV. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. I like to be part of that conversation. Yes. Football and oysters. Mm-hmm. That brings to mind my friend Bill Bennett, right? I like that. <laughs> right. All right. Let's talk about my book, our book. Mrs. Bennett uh, and I have uh, updated the Book of Virtues. It's the 30th anniversary edition. It is available in bookstores and, of course, uh, online, Amazon, et cetera. And uh, we're very pleased. It's uh, done pretty well. And we didn't publicize it a lot before Christmas. Flood of books being publicized. Sure. So we're doing a little more after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got this interview with Shannon Bream. It will be on Fox on the uh, 8th. And we'll capture that audio, and I'll put it on an episode yeah, podcast. Yeah, you, you, you can put that up. And anyway, it, it's an updated 30th anniversary edition. 
Simon Schuster, the publisher's idea to, mm-hmm. to update it and to have a co-editor, co-author. So they suggested, you know, several women. I said, there's a woman right next to me here who mm-hmm. that loves these stories and has is, is responsible for a lot of the stories sure. in the children's books. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mrs. Bennett and Elaine uh, co-edited, and it's great. Uh, we love it, um, and and we need it. You know, Claude, we need it more than ever. I mean, the reasons we did it back in uh, 93, 94, were, you know, uh, there are certain jobs adults must do for children. Mm-hmm. One of them is to introduce them to a common culture. And so you tell them the story of the Golden Goose and the Emperor's New Clothes, mm-hmm and David and Goliath and so on. So they have some familiarity with this culture. And and this book is organized around morals, moral stories, right. uh, the ten, 10 virtues that we talk about. And, um, you know, different emphasis this time. I really, you know, the last time I was talking about courage and loyalty, and they're still, of course, very important. But this time I find myself talking about work, right? chapter on work, because I'm worried that this... Uh, Work has fallen out of favor with a lot of men and maybe with women as well. Right. But uh, more important, missing from the workforce. So, you know, I, young people need to be taught the value of work and courage and compassion and loyalty and perseverance uh, and faith. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, those lessons still still need to be learned, maybe even more than 30 years ago. Sure. Uh, it's uh, The one other thing I'd say that I think is so important is that there's always the temptation for adults to step away and say, good luck, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Because the work that's required to introduce them to a common world and to morality uh, is hard and takes a while, as you know, as Correct. a parent. Yes. Uh, the temptation has gotten stronger, I think, over the last 30 years mm-hmm. um, because of the technology. And because we joke around about, you know, I, I want to watch stuff on TV, but I don't know how to get it, so I need a 13-year-old. Yeah. So the temptation is to say, this is a new world. This is a brave new world. This is a world of this new technology, this new stuff. You understand it. I don't. Good luck. Mm-hmm. But we can't do that because right. you abandon them to TikTok or to the worst of the Internet. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you have to step in. You have to learn it at least partially, and then you have to have certain rules and principles. Well, it, it reminds me of um, one of the Avengers movies where Captain America is looking at the uniforms. He wants to pick the old one. He says, well, that's a little old-fashioned. And Captain America says, well, it seems like what we need right now is something a little old-fashioned, right? Yeah, yeah we do. Um, and uh, also on the uh, podcast with our uh, – one of the more recent podcasts with our friend Seth Leibson – you know, he talked about how, you know, you, you put all the, the pressures and things uh, that seem to be, you know, present at this moment, and then you add in COVID and what it's done to the work ethic, it seems yeah. like, to this country. Yeah. You know, and, and he made a great point where he says, you know, go into certain establishments and just ask yourself, is the service better now or worse now? Where people are looking for jobs and the main question is, can I work remote or do I have to come in? Yeah. When there once was a pride of getting up, Going yeah. into the city or suburb, wherever the office was, and going into the office, um, working with people, having lunch, having business lunches, and, and, and things like that, where it's where convenience um, seems to be the highest priority, other than and not responsibility and the pride of of work. Yeah, done. let's talk about the children though. Yeah, uh, in this world, 
uh, left to themselves or to the technology. And COVID, I think you're right. I think COVID took a toll on us that we still don't know the full dimensions of. Sure. I just ended a sentence with a preposition. You shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. But because prepositions okay. aren't words you should end sentences with. Get very nice. <laughs> very nice. That's exactly right. But, you know, I, I, because the kids were isolated, didn't go to school, mm-hmm. didn't interact with other kids, didn't learn the rules of social interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, withdrawing into themselves, a lot of mental health issues, yes. a lot of isolation, loneliness uh, issues uh, with children, which could continue. I mean, I, we talk about the learning loss, which we can measure, you know, math and reading uh, from the NAEP scores, but there, there are other losses. And so I think I think that this book, the, the Book of Virtues, 30th Anniversary Edition, um, it's maybe needed more today than it was in 1993-94 sure. because of these changes, because of let's talk about two things, technology, the Internet, the handheld cell phone, um, and COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this, this is the task of renewing a common world, a world shared uh, between adults and children, mm-hmm. not to say your world is so different, so distinct. I can't guide you. I can't help you. You throw up your hands. But that's surrender, and you cannot surrender. And you cannot give your kids up Mm -hmm. to the Internet or to uh, media generally. Sure, yeah. And then when you talk about earlier co-author, I mean, you couldn't have a better co-author than Mrs. Bennett, who does not throw her hands up. No, no, she's, you know, for years, rolling up her sleeves, right, and hands on. That's not, man. Throw hands up, it's hands on, roll up your sleeves and hands on, yeah. And, you know, D.C. public schools. And, right. you know, we're talking about in some of the in some of the D.C. public schools and neighborhoods that aren't on Washington, D.C. brochures. You know, they don't That's talk right. about some of these neighborhoods. That's right. That's right. They don't talk about some of these kids. That's right. And she's got her hand, her sleeves rolled up and her hands on. And there she's not giving up on any of these kids. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. Teaches them. And it's amazing to see in some of these classrooms, uh, especially in the high schools, where they'll come into one of the – because I, I will help with some yeah, of the yes. programs. They'll come in. And they don't pay attention. Oh, they're joking and laughing. By the time Mrs. Bennett has run the program and she's had an hour and a half, two hours with these kids, they're leaving, they're hugging. When are you coming back? No, I know. Because she doesn't give up. It's even on the ones who make it a little tough in the beginning. Yeah, this is the one where she she does does put her hands up. She raises her hand. Yeah, that's okay. Need your attention. Quiet, quiet. She does it without yelling and screaming. And she gets it. (laughs) And she gets it. Amazing. No, I've watched her and it's it's amazing. I'm proud to have her with me, next to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, strengthening me, and I think certainly strengthening the book. Well, if she puts her hands up, I, I get quiet too. I, I don't say, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't say anything. Quiet around here, you know. <laughs> she just, you know, I mean, she's very uh-huh. good. She'll uh-huh. just say, "Are there more games?" <laughs> to which the answer always is, yeah, of "Yes." There's yes. more games. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, but God bless her. Mm-hmm.